Hey everyone, this is Andrew with Leave Your Shoes By The Door, and today I'm joined with Danielle Coleman. Danielle, thanks for being on here. Thank you so much for having me, Andrew. I was excited to be here today. Well, I, to be honest with you, Danielle, I'm excited that you, uh, you had time for us. Um, <laughs> you're cultivating a business, uh, you're a full-time mom, you're in real, you're in next-gen. How do you do it, Danielle? Well, it is a lot of time management, and I had to learn that very early in my career um, because... I'm, and how long have you been in the, the industry? Right. I've been doing real estate for two years and five months. Wow. Okay. Uh -huh. So I'm still kind of a rookie, but I say that I'm not because there are people that are joining every day in this industry, and I'm way newer than them. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but no, I had to learn, like my first year, I remember sitting down with my manager brokers, I was just like, I am going to like not be able to control my time I was like my time is not my own anymore because when you get into this business you're like oh my goodness I'm an entrepreneur like I don't have to ask for time off like I get to go into work when I want to and I get to stop when I want to but it is so hard to juggle all those things if you don't have a plan yeah and so each and every day I have just become better at it I'm not saying that I have it all completely down packed now but I have been working on it and I have systems in place that make it a little bit more easier. Well, I think that's a really interesting quote. My time is not my own. No. Because <laughs> there you know, there's time, but then there's your your daughter's time and mm -hmm. your client's time. So it, it is. It's kind of like you're sharing this time with, you know, these important people in your life and it's not your own. And that's an interesting I feel like that's almost like a very mature way of looking at it, you know? Like it's it's bigger than me at some points. It is. And so what I've learned to do, like, and, and this is one of the things that kind of helped me with time management is everything's an appointment. And I know that's crazy, but like I even book appointments with my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, so you'll see in my schedule that on Friday from two to four, it says Aaliyah, right? And if it's just me going to a gymnastics practice or me taking her out for ice cream, it's an appointment. And so when I have a client that says, hey, I want to see a house at Friday at three, I'm just telling them, hey, I got an appointment. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's it. That's it. And so it's funny because I actually, uh, the week before, uh, the fair was in town, mm -hmm. and I told a client I couldn't go because I had an appointment, and the appointment was to take my daughter to sure, the fair. Sure. But I saw the client, and they completely understood, mm -hmm. right? They were just like, oh, her appointment was with her daughter, yeah. right? This is what she was doing. So it, it's important that they know that when the appointment is with them, I'm talking about my clients, that I'm theirs, right? You know, this is your appointment time. I'm not going to let anything kind of interrupt that. But when I have appointments for myself and, you know, you got to put in some self-care, you know, just going to get a massage here and there. And when I have appointments with my friends or my family that I'm, I'm booked. Yeah. I'm booked. We can see it after or we can see it the next day. So is this all on the smartphone or do you have a physical calendar? So how do you, how do you stay organized? I have both. I have the smartphone, which that's what I keep with me handy to where if I have to make something on the spot, but I'm a person that I have to see it. So I have a calendar every day when I go in the office and I'm constantly adding and I'm taking away because some days not everything is done. Sure. Then I have to move it over to the next day or the next day after that. But I typically use both, but my smartphone phone is kind of like my life like I'll look at that first before I book anything so uh, I want to talk to you about uh, some of the extracurriculars that you're doing mm -hmm. at MyBoard, uh, specifically real uh, hopefully every all the listeners know about my board next gen we do awesome stuff and uh, you should follow our Facebook group but we're here to talk about real um, so time management like I said and, and, I, and I really want to just I know I sound like a broken record already we're like five minutes in but just 
that's so much weight to be cultivating a business, to be on that that second year where I think you're you're starting to hit that next mm -hmm. chapter of your of your career. Um, and then how old's your daughter? She's six. She's six. So is that elementary school? She's in elementary school. Yes, now? she's in second grade. How is she? Is she uh, back in school? She's finally back in yeah. school, and so she was kind of it's kind of weird because her half of her kindergarten year we were in the pandemic mm -hmm. and she was at home and that was the adjustment. So and add teacher. I right? know, <laughs> part-time teacher. I know, and yeah. then the whole first grade year, she was completely, you know, I was her teacher, so she was completely at school, well, not at school, she was at home, and then now she's finally back at school, but my daughter's also the only child, so sure. um, she needed to be out, and she needed to be with other children for social skills, because the girl's a genius, but her social skills, sure. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. she, she needs that, yeah, yeah so... That was uh that was a challenge within itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going into real, uh, real is an acronym for the Real Estate Academy of Leadership. Um, why did you join real? Why the interest in real? Uh, you, you, I mean, you time management. You could have been spending your time and energy on far other endeavors <laughs> like building your business or being with your daughter. Why did you make time for real? So it was it was kind of a simple answer, but I did think about it in depth prior to filling out the application and. One of my mentors, so I have a lot of great mentors in this business, and they had posed a question to me, and they were saying, like, hey, Danielle, if you had to call this chapter, if you had to name this chapter something in your life, what would it be? And they told me to think about it, right? Because I was like, man, that's a tough question. Like, I, I don't have that answer right off the spot. Like, let me think about it and let me get back with you. And I told them that the chapter of my life, I would call it going from good to great. And so what that means for me in terms of my real estate career was that, hey, when I joined at an entry level, you know, my first year, like first day in real estate, I'm entry level. I don't know anything. Right. And so I needed to have like a couple contracts and a couple sales down my bed, my belt just to make sure that I was fine tuning everything. And then I got to like average level. Mm -hmm. Right. To where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, you know, I, I'm I'm not the best out there, but I'm 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 solid. Sure. And so it was like, okay, how do I get myself from average to good? And so it was me learning the contract. So I read the whole contract, all nine pages of it, and I just read it word for word, and just making sure that I was an informed agent and to be the best agent for my client. But then when I went from good, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm getting clients, I'm getting business, I'm closing deals. Um, what was going to make me be great, you know, and I always commit myself to evolve. And so joining Next Gen was a no brainer because in order to be a good agent too, you have to have the resources. And so what Next Gen and Real did was Next Gen allowed me to have a lender that I can just call up when I'm dealing with the loan issue and Great. I know them by name Great. Yeah. or to call a title company to where I know he's going to answer the phone because I've sat and ate lunch with him mm -hmm. and he knows that Daniel Coleman is going to call him if it's, you know, very important. Um, and then real was just as far as, Hey, I need to learn this industry better. So my board, I need to know all the working parts. I need to make sure that my professional life 
is solid to where I'm able to stay in this career for a long time. So longevity is what I saw when I saw real. I saw myself not just being a two-year agent, but being a 10, 25-year agent. And I'm looking at those agents and I'm like, what did they do? And, and they're involved. They're invested in real estate. And so that was a no-brainer for me. So how do you define that you're quote-unquote good? Are you comparing yourself to your peers or do you have a personal kind of ladder? Yeah, no, I'm comparing myself to me, right? It's sure. me versus Good. me. So Good. I can I can see myself and I can see my growth, right, in this industry. And not even in this industry, right? If you think about it just as far as like on a personal level, um, when it comes to even time with my daughter, right? I know we were discussing this earlier too where I'm like, okay, I'm sitting in front of a computer, right? And I am at home on a kitchen table. I'm working on an offer and I know that I'm doing a good job for my clients and I'm servicing my clients really well. But my daughter, um, as far as me being a mother and putting that hat on, she comes to me and she says, you know, hey, let's go for a walk. After she's been playing in her room, right? Being a good kid. Yeah. And I could easily, and this is what I'm thinking in my head, is a good mother say, hey, I'll just take you to the park tomorrow. You know, like right, that'll sure. fulfill that and yep. just tell you to go back in your room because mommy's busy and you gotta, you got to understand that, you know, we have to eat and you have to maintain this household. But um, a great mom would say that I have 10, 20 minutes for my daughter. You know, I can stop what I'm doing. This is not going to blow up, you know, like this will be here when I come back. And so it is just me consciously making those decisions and me challenging myself. So that's why I say it's me versus me to where I'm like, I'm going to put this down and I'm going to be a great mom right now. I'm going to go out. I'm going to walk around the block a couple times. Well, let's so a good mom would right. say... I promise you tomorrow I will take you to the best place you've ever seen. But you're saying a great mom mm -hmm. says, let's make time for this right here, Let right her now. Know and let's share a moment right now. I'm not putting anything before her. That right now in her world that this is a big deal and I want to make sure that I know that and I'm going to let you know that I know that and I'm going to do that mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And how much of a shame would it be um, if you went on that first notion and said, you know, let's go play tomorrow. We'll go to the playground. And then tomorrow comes know, and your daughter's like... <laughs> I don't really want to. Like, I don't want to anymore. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe I just want to stay here and play. You know? Yeah, no, that's hilarious. But no, that could absolutely happen. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, after we went for that walk, she came in and embraced me so hard to where I knew that it just spoke volumes for her. And she knew that mommy was probably busy, right? And I probably asked her at the worst possible time. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she got up, she put on her flip-flops, and she took me outside, and she let me skip and play with dirt. Cool. You yeah, know? totally. Th that meant the world to me. Yep. And I, now you can go back to your day. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm going to go be a good kid again. <laughs> so I, I, I love how you kind of have yourself on this, this own path. How do you have a sense of self-evaluation? You know, when you go to bed at night, do you, do you almost do like a full 24-hour review? And <laughs> do you use like empathy? Like how do you know you're being such a great realtor to your clients? You know, how do you... You know, where do you think you can define yourself as that? I, I don't know. What's your process of, I did a great job today. Right. And so it is a lot of self-evaluation. And I tell you what, like for the longest, when I, when you can say I was just like an average, right, realtor, because now I'm like, I'm good. I appreciate know? the honesty. Yeah, right? I do. I so do. when I was an average realtor, I really didn't like accountability, right? So I didn't call my mentors as much. I really didn't make time to like meet with my managing broker as I should, right? And so I kind of self-evaluate myself as to 
not just me holding myself accountable, but me letting other people know that I want you to hold me accountable too. So one thing that I recently did these last few months is, is that I make myself monthly goals and then I book a time with my managing broker. I will send her my managing my goals and I will tell her, hey, I need you to hold me accountable. And boy, does she do, do that. Like she's like, hey, why didn't you get this done? And she doesn't let me have any excuses. And my managing broker is amazing, right? Miss Regina Jones. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, right no. on. So every contract oh, wow. is perfect, sure, right? Sure, every of deal is nicely done. Madam and President Regina I Jones. I swear, awesome. yes. So she is amazing with herself and and she's available and and you know I think I get my inspiration from her too because even though she holds so many hats she maintains them all well and she'll still have time to if I'm like here is my goals these months and I want to make sure that I meet with you on the 21st she's there and she's like hey did you do this hey did you do that this is what you can do better and it's all about just fine-tuning everything to kind of make sure that I'm on path to greatness how important is it to you to have not just a relationship, but a positive, healthy relationship with your managing broker or your, your peers or your clients. How important is that? And is it something that you really kind of discovered when you came into this industry or have you had that your whole life that was always been like a skill to you? No, it's always been very important because I always believed, even at a younger age, that information changes people's situations. And so to have positive role models and to have different perspectives and even good peer relationships and just making sure that, you know, I'm staying centered, I'm staying humble, um, it's, it's very important to me. And to be honest, like it kind of contributed to why I'm doing so well in real estate is because I'm able to go out and I'm able to make sure that I make those connections and I'm keeping those connections and I'm challenging those connections to challenge me. So, yeah, no, it's it's very important. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm hearing you just organically just share your views. And the three things that really stand out was time management, relationships, and accountability. Oh, yeah. How important is accountability in this day and age? <laughs> that when you, when somebody asks you to do something, that you do it and vice versa, and you can count on each other to do that mm -hmm. for one another. And, and I think that it is, that's another reason why my uh, clients choose me. Like, I have told them like, hey, these are my commitments to you. And accountability is like number one. And even as far as if I, let's say I have a listing, I put an offer and everything's accepted and everything's going well, I'm still calling my clients every Friday and I'm letting them know, hey, this is what I've done. This is where we're at. <laughs> this is where we're at. You know, whether, you know, you didn't hear from me all week, but you're going to hear from me on Friday because I'm holding myself accountable to make sure that I take you to the finish line. And I think that that's one good quality to have with anybody. If somebody can depend on you, that that's half the battle, right? You're halfway there. Yeah. Um, so we were talking a little before, and I, I mean, it's no mystery, Danielle, that you're just such a positive, welcoming, warm person. I mean, we said before we hit record, like, I can't wait to get this thing going. I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, and I assume that this is the same Daniel Coleman that you're with your, your clients as well. So it can be hard out there, especially now in such an intense market. And I'm sure you've had to share some bad news that yeah. you, you know, there's no positive, fun way to say it. But I guess whether it's an anecdote or just an overall belief how do you maintain a, a sense of positivity and accountability and, and just that sense of we're always moving forward? You know, you, you, you make that phone call on Friday and I'm sure you've said, uh -huh. I don't really have a lot of good news. I'm, I'm calling you because I want, I, I want to stay in touch, but yeah. 
how do you kind of just assure your clients, we are still moving forward, we're still going to get this done, we're still going to get to the finish line together? I'm a very optimist person. So um, I think one of the reasons my clients choose me is because of that reason. Um, and even, you know, because all everybody knows that this market is a little crazy, Just right? a little bit. Just a little bit. And so what I do is, is I always make sure that I'm centered. So in the morning, I say everything that I'm grateful for, right? Of course, you do your gratitudes. And then I listen to some awesome podcasts, and this is one of them. Right on. Um, just to kind of get my mind together because... I know what I'm faced against and I know I'm dealing with a lot of personalities. So you're right. Sometimes that phone call isn't pretty because I have to tell them that, hey, you didn't get the home. But, right. you know, every home do you is always, one step. Do you always provide a but? Yes, you know I do. I mean? it's, it's not important. just negative and it hang up. It is important. It is important because I also call. I know some agents, they might text and say, hey, we didn't get it. No, it's important for me to call have. so I can feel where you're at, yeah. right? Um, and I'm like, hey, but... Every home gets us one step home, one step closer to your home. Yeah. And so, what that means is, is that your home is still out there. And I promise, um, even though we're in this kind of crazy market, my clients, when I finally do put them in the home, they don't remember any other homes no. they lost. Mm -mm. And, and it's like that. And I was just talking to a client yesterday that she's calling me because she's so in love with her home, and she's sending me pictures of everything she's done with it. And she was just like, you know what? You were right. Like, I can't even remember what the inside of those houses look like because the house that was meant for you is still out there. Yeah. And, and it's going to be your house. And that transaction is going to be so smooth that you're going to be like, this is the one I was supposed to be in. And so just letting them know that and just reassuring that, I think that that goes a long way. Gosh, how great is that phone call to get from a client? Her just gushing about how much she loves her home. I and swear. Knowing that you got to play such a huge role in that. And and it, and it just to make those lifelong connections, right? So I tell everybody too, like, I'm your realtor for life. Mm -hmm. Like, we're locked in on yeah. this. Yeah. You know, so I, I want to hear about, you know, you're changing the cabinet colors or, you know, you're pulling up the carpet. Like, I'm very involved as to where, like, I'm, I'm client focused and client centered. Like, I don't just want to put you in the home. I want to build a relationship with you because coming into real estate, I learn very quickly where my clientele was going to be, like where my sphere was. Yeah. Because when I purchased my first home at 27, I was a first-time home buyer. Coming here, graduating from IUPUI, I knew exactly where my sphere was. They're first-time home buyers, first-time home sellers. And so it was important for me to let them know, I want to grow with you, right? I, I, this is the first home, but I want to be there for the second. I want to be there when you want to own a business and you're thinking about possibly refinancing. I want to be that person to get you that information. And maybe you do open a business and it's not buying a next home, but I do want to be there and I want you to know that I'm invested in your life and I want to grow together. So Danielle, um, it seems like you love the industry, you love what you do. Um, and your, your daughter's name is Aaliyah? Yes. Does Aaliyah come with you on any open houses? Or she, does she does sometimes. Yeah? And so I'm so happy that I have such amazing clients, right? Uh, because Aaliyah is a Facebook celebrity, some of my clients say. And some of them get an opportunity to see her because if it is in this market, you know homes are moving fast. And if I know that a home is going to move quickly, and let's say I'm picking her up, and I'm like, hey, you know, let's just slide and just do a showing real quick. Sure. Um, um, and I'll bring my kid with me. And most of them are have their kids with them, too. And Aaliyah has made lifelong friendships, too, um, with my clients. And um, she's invited to several birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um, 
But yeah, no, um, that is part of time management. That's juggling it all. And I think that, you know, my daughter, her just getting to see that um, is amazing. And, and, and that's the reason as to why I feel like the energy that you put out always has to be positive um, because believe it or not, I, I have this thought to where I'm like, dang, Danielle, you did a really good job and your name is going to live on. And maybe when Aaliyah turns 18 or 20 and she's getting her first job that they'll be like, hey, your mom's Danielle Coleman. You, you know, we didn't have a job for you, but we have a job for you. Right, yeah. You know, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's very important to juggle that all. And like I said, Aaliyah's a Facebook celebrity right now. But some of my clients, they, they are able to meet her in person because you know that's just part of the business and sometimes it's go 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 well and i, I want to talk to you about social media and not about Aliyah. i'm sure she's great yeah, i'm sure she's doing her own thing but i want to talk about you um so you know i i, I looked you up on facebook and just kind of well and I, I i i'm friends with you on facebook and we've been friends for a bit so i always see you on the timeline and always kind of just try to understand what's danielle trying to communicate as mm -hmm. a professional you know mm -hmm. what what is her what is the brand of danielle coleman and it's always so positive and it's very visual and it's fun and it's interactive and it's very confident. You have a very sense of confidence, not cocky, but confident. You, what you want to hear, you know, uh -huh. what you, because when you're buying a home, I mean, you're so uncertain and you feel like you're just like jumping off into this ocean and, you know, you want that realtor to kind of, you know, yeah. see you through. Um, so I just wanted to talk to you about. Did you have experience in social media or did you did you study anything about social media or do you know something about psychology? Like how did we get to where we are now of that social media that, that is Daniel Coleman that just seems and you always have so many comments, you know? As a guy who professionally does, I would kill for your comments, for your interaction. You get so much engagement and just what what's the secret to that? Why how'd you get to be so good at that? Um, so social media has been something that I've always just kind of, you know, done. And I, and when I got into real estate, it was important for me to stay true to myself because mm -hmm. I knew that I had friends on there and I didn't want to just like have real estate, real estate, real estate. And they're just like, oh my goodness, I got to unfollow Danielle because <laughs> she's bombarding us. Totally. Here. Yeah. Um, so my presence on social media is just me being myself. And so whether you are seeing my kids sometimes on there or whether you're seeing a quote from one of my favorite books or my favorite podcast or you just seeing me out with my friends and then you also see me selling some real estate. And it was important for me um, on social media to always be that information and that resource. So I did first time home buyer seminars and we were doing that in person and early on in my career but we kind of migrated to online and I started out because I recognized who my audience was, right? I graduated from this college IUPUI. I'm in this city. I know these people. They're around my age group. What do they need? What did I need when I was a first-time home buyer or even a first-time home seller? What did I need? I need information, right? Because again, information changes people's situations. And so it's important for me to be positive. It's important for me to be a resource and to always have information without being so pushy, right? If you want to come to a first-time homebuyer event, come to it. You yeah. know, I have it on Eventbrite. There are links for the rest of the year. There's yeah. dates for the rest of the year. I do one every, each and every month. And that's really how I got my start, like just giving information and making sure that people knew that, hey, if you want to know about it, just come and act yeah. and I, the information is readily available yeah. so just being positive on social media and making sure that people knew who I was 
was very important to me because I get majority of my business off social media. Sure. And, and it's amazing. And, and I'll give you an example. Uh, my first listing ever, um, it was scary, but I got contacted on social media. And this is literally, I'm not making this up. This is how I get a lot of my business. How long have you been licensed? Uh, one month. Okay. <laughs> one month. Sure, sure. One month. Sure. And I get a, a message on social media and it's a lady that says, hey, I'm thinking about listing my home. She doesn't know who you are? She, the, we're complete strangers. Wow. We're com and, and, and that's a lot. This is how I get a lot of my business. Um, and, and I would say 80% come from social media because I looked year to date. And then 20% came from like, I sold my mom a house. Right? Sure, sure, sure. I sold my friend a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, no, this lady messages me and she's like, hey, can you come over? You know, I'm thinking about selling my home. Um, are you able, are you available on Saturday? And I was so excited, right? I was like, of course, I'm yeah. coming, right? And yeah, then sure. I tell my office and we're all high five and like, hey, Danielle, congratulations. Like, you got a first listing appointment. And then I start freaking out a little bit because I'm like, wait, I've never listed a home before. And so I talked to my managing broker and we have this killer presentation. I have this booklet. Um, I have this pamphlet for the seller. I get in my best dress. I pull up to this home. And I'm scripted to the T, right? Because I've role played with every agent in my office, including my mother. Awesome. And I'm like, hey, don't just give it to me. Make me work for it, right? Like I'm, I'm making them make me a better agent. And so I pull up to her house and go to her door, and she's like, hey, um, and we're introducing each other, each other. And I'm super scripted. And so she's like, a minute into my speech, she cuts me off, and she was like, hey, um, do you mind if? we just like walk through my house and you tell me what it's worth and I sign the contract because um, I want you to be my agent. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, let, let's do it that way. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do it that way. Yeah. And so she's like, by the way, how is your daughter doing? You know, because she's following me on social media and she had chose me to be her realtor before I even got to the door because she's like, we have common, we have similarities. Yeah. Like, and I, I saw your presence and you are exactly who you are on social media That's in it. person. Yeah. And she was like, I want you to be my realtor. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I hate to criticize it's such a great memory, but it kind of seemed like you, you went off, you went off your own book. You weren't I yourself. Did, You're, did. You said you're scripted. Daniel Coleman's not supposed to be scripted. You know, that's interesting that you kind of like got so deep into it, you forgot what. And I was so yeah. nervous going yeah. up there, and I'm like, she's throwing me off script. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Hold on, I, this isn't in my script. I'm not, yeah. I had practiced for hours, like, you're going to hear this script. Yeah. But no, I was, I was just like, oh, absolutely, let's do it that way. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do it that way. Absolutely. I want, I want you to just sign the contract. <laughs> well, I mean, it just sounds like your social media approach just worked perfectly because she got a great read on your character. Mm -hmm. She got a great read on who you are as a person and I'm sure that the time management the relationships and the accountability kind of came through and yep. I can count on this this woman to get get me where I need to be so uh, I, I went blank earlier and I wanted to ask you this question what would you tell clients who are first-time sellers yes not buyers not sellers. buyers sellers so when I do my first-time home seller seminar I again look at the transaction as to hey me being a first-time home seller what information do I need because it's important that people know that 
those home buyers and home seller seminars are only to give information. Sure. Right? I am trying to get clients, of yeah, course, yeah. and I want you to choose me, but I do want you to be properly informed. Um, so what those seminars are looking like now is, is of course, we need to know that taxes are paid in arrears because we're in the state of Indiana. But you also need to have an exit plan. It's so important to have an exit plan. And so that's one of the first things that we're talking about. Like, hey, you're thinking about selling a home. This is the market. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Right? Because we can sell your home at top dollar, but you're going to be buying one too. Totally. <laughs> um, and so that is important in my first time seller's um Seminars. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Danielle, but so when you say exit plan, because I mean, we are in an industry, literally in my personal life, my friend's wife one week said, we're thinking of selling our house and they were moving into their new house a week later. I mean, it, it really was like, oh, we're thinking about it. You know, we started cleaning up and then it just like the second they signed, boom, it was like a, a bullet. I'm helping them move into their, ne their new house. Um, so when you say like exit strategy... Do you say, so hypothetically, your house sells this weekend, do we have somewhere to move in in a week or a month or three days? Do you actually try oh, to put yes. up? Yeah, sure, oh, sure. Oh, yes, I do. And I even let them know as to like, hey, if you if you don't know, but you know that you really want to sell, then um, I know I hate this, but go ahead and get in an apartment and sign a lease sure. to figure it out. Um, because we don't know how long we're going to be in this market, but exit plan is one of the first things that if I do a seller consultation or a seller seminar, I'm asking you that because I want to know why you're selling mm -hmm. and I want to know why the need is there and then making sure that you're informed that this might not last a day or two. Like you, you're, you're probably going to sell this home fast. Right. And so I don't want to, when we have an accepted offer, then you're like, where am I going to like, what, what am I doing here? I don't want that to happen. I want yeah. to make sure that I'm taking care of you and I'm respecting your best interest. And so an uh, exit strand, especially in this market, is very important. And when you sell your house, that's a positive moment it in your is. life. It's supposed uh, to be positive. It's supposed <laughs> to be, I'm moving on to my next chapter. Exactly. And if you don't have this exit plan, you're not having a good time. Uh -huh. And that's why it's great to have a realtor like Danielle who, who has these these areas covered for you so that yep. you can have a good time I'm you know long term for yeah. you you don't have to think at all just answer the questions and we can get you to where you need to go absolutely all right everyone we're going to take a quick break to hear from the mybor updates hello everyone i am jamie barb and welcome to the mybor update you have passion and expertise that could help mybor empower members and strengthen the marketplace in central indiana MyBoard needs the time, dedication, and insight of members like you to serve on our committees, task forces, work groups, divisions, and forums. Serving on a MyBoard committee is a great way to become more involved in the organization and help move our industry forward. And it is a great lead-in for those interested in a future leadership role. This year, we are introducing two new committees, the MyBoard DEI Committee and the MyBoard Risk Reduction Committee. For more information on all our committees and to apply, visit www.mybor.com forward slash committees. All committee applications are due October 15th. Appointments will be announced in late December. Mybor Realtor Association is excited to announce we have signed an agreement with Broker Bay, a next generation showing management platform and one of the fastest growing showing management companies in North America. When launched, Broker Bay will be added to the collection of core products and services currently offered as a subscriber to the MyBoard Broker Listing Cooperative Listing Service. 
Our partnership with Broker Bay will give MyBoard VLC subscribers access to the full suite of Broker Bay tools that can be used to schedule and manage showing appointments, provide 3D virtual showings, issue and track communications, review analytics, and more. Broker Bay will be integrated into the MyBoard VLC dashboard for ease of accessibility into the platform. Managing brokers and participants will have access to the Broker Bay Brokerage Dashboard Advanced Admin Queue where brokerage staff and team admins can audit almost anything that happens on showings on behalf of the entire office. Broker Bay will be available to the MyBoard Broker Listing Cooperative this winter. Ahead of the launch, we will offer opportunities to learn more about Broker Bay through sneak peeks, demos, and training sessions. Are you committed to being a top professional? Are you ready to invest in your biggest asset yourself? Then MyBoard's Master Professional Program, MPRO, is your next step. MPRO was created to equip our members with the knowledge and experience in key aspects of the real estate industry, helping you to become an exceptional realtor. Our last MPRO Bootcamp for 2021 will be October 11th through 14th. Don't miss this opportunity. Visit myboard.com forward slash MPRO to find more details and register for the program. On behalf of our presenting major investors, we welcome you to join us for our fall RPAC reception at the Foxhole at Hotel Tango Artisan Distillery on October 21st from 6 to 8 p.m. This is a members-only reception designed to honor our major investors and encourage additional investment to reach our annual goal. For more information, visit mybor.com. And that's all today for your MyBor update. And now back to our interview with Danielle Coleman. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Danielle Coleman. Uh, from Chicago? Yes. Uh, born and raised in Chicago? Born and raised in Chicago. So um, that's where I was born. I didn't move to East Chicago. And so it's, it's literally, like I tell everybody, I'm still from Chicago. But yeah. um, I literally crossed the street and moved to East Chicago, Indiana in the seventh grade. But I grew up my whole adolescence in Chicago, Illinois. That's where most of my family still is until this day. So go back often quite often yes. i was just there a couple weeks ago visiting some cousins but um yep that's where my family was and i was always a big city girl right and that's probably why i chose the school iupui is because it kind of reminded me of chicago totally. and i was able to kind of maneuver a big city already but yeah no i um moved to east chicago indiana in the seventh grade and that was crazy right yeah going through that um, and making new friends and um, putting myself out there. And again, I didn't understand the reason as to why my mom just decided to move us to, you know, East Chicago, Indiana, out of the spur of the moment is what it felt like, right, as a 13-year-old. And Can I interrupt you? Yeah. Because I'm seeing one of those nuggets right now <laughs> where you said at the beginning that you hope that your peers challenge you and that you can challenge your mom was challenging you. She was. You know, your 13-year-old <laughs> mind is like, how could you ruin my life like this? But in reality, here you are sitting at this table two years in the industry, and you took that challenge when you were 13, and it's either sink or swim, and it you were is. able to, to overcome it. And, and she's going to be so proud when she listens to this podcast, because she knew that she was doing the right thing, mm -hmm. and she constantly reminded me. Um, my that's, what, that's what parents are for, they do, <laughs> they do. Sure. And, and, but no, that was one of the best decisions she's made for me. Um, she gave me the opportunity to stretch outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, like if that wouldn't have happened, then I wouldn't be here, right? Right. Um, so it definitely prepared me for, you know, going off to college and making new friends and just always being able to stretch myself and making sure that I'm challenging others and that others are challenging me. Yeah. And do you think even, 
even before you were officially a realtor, do you think you still had those values of, yeah. of maintaining positive relationships and accountability? I, I think the theme of the day is going to be accountability. Yeah, it is. I just think that is the most important trait is you got, you got to let people count on you and people, you know, it's just, that's how the world works. Uh, so do you think you carried that value and did your mom pass that on to you or who do you think kind of gave you that value of just, you must be accountable. People need to be able to count on you. Yeah, no, my mom definitely. So she was always the person as to um, you could come over her home and you can have a home-cooked meal. You can stay as long as you want, but she's going to get in you, right? She's sure. going to make sure that you're always evolving. And so she pushed me my whole entire life. And even to this day, like she's like, I'm, I'm like telling her, hey, mom, like I think I want to get into real estate. She was like, okay, do it. But make sure that you have mentors and make sure that, you know, you have somebody that's in that industry that you can have hold you accountable to making sure that you are able to progress in this industry. But no, yeah, I, I definitely got that from my mom. And then it developed when I got into the work field because I was able to put that on a professional level. So when I started out of college, um, I was graduated with this psychology degree, sure. right? Because I always had an interest in people. Yeah. And I really thought I was going to be a, a therapist, actually. Sure. Um, I worked at a mental, a mental institution for maybe two months mm -hmm. and slowly realized that social services wasn't my thing. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And so my dad was at Enterprise at the time, and he was like, hey, you should get into their management training program because um, it's going to help you in the long run. And, and not only that, you can make some decent money. So I was like, okay, let me look into it. And then I researched enterprise management and training program and it just had great reviews. And so I got into it and my first day, it was like accountability, accountability, accountability. <laughs> like yeah. we need to make sure that you're here on time. Like you had to be punctual. Like they really taught you how to run a business from the ground up. Like you were responsible for profit and loss sheets. You were responsible for labor costs. Like it was just crazy. And their training program is like no other. But at that point, you understand. Oh, you know, I you understand did. everything. Uh -huh. You know, and I think that's really important to why am I doing this? Why am I even here? You know, and, and I, I think that's where you start to have doubt and you're, you know, you're not good at what you're doing when you don't understand mm -hmm. why you're there in the first place. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. I completely understood the, the mission. Right? Yeah, especially if they're making you do profit loss. <laughs> like, you really understand like, then. okay, this yeah. is a big girl job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Enterprise, Enterprise was good to you, but then something happened because here you are as a realtor. So, what happened from there to, to here? Right, so six years at Enterprise, Great company. Oh my goodness. I didn't plan on leaving. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you that. Um, I purchased my first home and that was a process within itself because I actually went through three realtors. Um, but the first, the last one was awesome. Um, his name was Justin. He's no longer in the business now, but as a first time home buyer, um, it's important that even to me in my business now that I know is that you need somebody to hold your hand a little bit, sure, right? Of course. Um, this is your first time doing it and you were super scared. So I purchased my first home and literally when I closed, real estate was just in my heart. You know, I woke up thinking about it. I went to sleep thinking about it. And I always tell my friends, I'm like, hey, if you don't feed that, then it's going to get softer and softer until it goes away. So I decided just to, hey, like I, I'm thinking about it all the time. Let me research, do my extensive Google research and see what it's about, right? So I researched on Google and then I also... Um, decided to use my social media and type in Indianapolis Realtors and three of them popped up 
right away I messaged them all offered to take them out to coffee and I was very strategic and I respected their time and so I said I only need 20 minutes I'm gonna have all the questions already prepared what's your coffee so that I don't waste any of your time or my time I want to have it already prepared for the table for when you get there and one of the realtors stuck out uh, like a sore thumb it was Rochelle Perkins oh my goodness that lady did not sugarcoat this career at all and I just am so blessed to have spoken with her and she's very protective of this industry and she wanted me to know that hey when you get into this industry it's going to be a lot of hard work but it's worth it yeah you know um and she gave me the rundown and like i said she didn't sugarcoat things because i didn't really know what to expect i did some research on google and all i kept seeing was nice cars you know big houses and it was far from that yeah um and so when she put it into that perspective it didn't scare me it made me like this is it. Yeah. This is something that I, I found my purpose. I'm supposed to do this. And so it was all she wrote. Danielle, you are very driven. <laughs> you are very motivated. And I mean, you weren't going to let yourself fail. Oh, no. And, and, oh, and no. If, even if you were going to fail, it wasn't going to be on a not being prepared mm-hmm. or not doing research or not truly trying to learn everything you can before jumping in. And is that just you? Is that something that you've always been? I mean, some people... You know, some people are very reactive. Mm-hmm. I'll do it, and then once the challenges come, I'll react, and then I'll do that. And you know, that's and that's that's a fine way to live. But you don't really see things like that, do you? You're you're more. I'm gonna be prepared when this comes. I'm gonna be prepared. I don't even know what it is. Right. I'm gonna have to Google it. <laughs> but when it comes, I'm gonna be ready for it. Yeah, I knew um, that this career was going to probably take me out of my comfort zone. And so I wanted to make sure that I got all the information that I needed. But just going back to as far as like my personality, being um, the oldest of my mom's children, um, I was always the one that was held the most responsible, right? You know, I had to make sure that things were in order or I had to answer to mom and dad, right? And so that was one of my biggest Um, things that kind of made my personality that kind of made me into like hey you know I'm the first to do it and I have someone looking after me and looking up to me and so I need to make sure that you know if they're gonna follow my footsteps then it's some footsteps we're following yeah and so I'm (laughs) I'm thinking of you as like I'm your classmate you know we're getting (laughs) license and I'm sitting next to you and I show up with a blank notebook, and you're like, "Oh, I researched this, and I and I had coffee with that realtor, and I did this." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so far behind." But the interesting twist, though, and this is on this was on your Facebook, was a quote that I I just love. You can't compete with me because I want you to win too. Absolutely. And that's such an interesting thing that you're just addressing this mysterious figure. It's not even anyone directly, but just whoever's reading this. Mm-hmm. This isn't some um, who's who's the first person to step on my neck or, or step on your neck, and then that per- it's a it's a high tide lifts all boats kind of situation. What is that? Why why do you believe that? Why you know why don't you just think I'm going to be the best, and, right. and everyone who reads this has to understand you're going to be second best, and that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, um, and and even in this industry. Um, it's very competitive, right? And so I just decided to not compete with anybody. And again, I wanted to have that perspective as to me coming from enterprise and having coworkers and being in that industry, that corporate industry to where, you know, after we, uh, 
go home for the day. We're going out for drinks and mm -hmm. we're going to lunch. And so I wanted to bring that culture to real estate. So even when I came in, you know, I'm like the friendly agent. I'm like, hey, coworker. And they're like, you realize like we're all like competing for the same pool of people. But I just have this idea as to the people that are supposed to be my clients are meant to be my clients and not to be cocky, but you will never be able to steal them. Right. Yeah. And I'll never be able to steal your clients. So we're not competing. Right. Cause I want you to win. I want you to grow your business. Well, there's no smoke and mirrors with you. No, it's not. If, if, if you're Daniel's client, you know exactly who she is. Yes. And if you've gone this far with her, then you're locked in. You're not, you're not going to jump ship anytime soon. And that's, and I don't think that's cockiness. I think that's just, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I, I market exactly who I am. There's no twist here. There's no information. So yeah, we're, we're in this together from the get-go. We are in this together. And like I say, like, just take care of people, yeah. right? That's just, it's easy. Take care of people. And whatever experience I have is what you want to call the Daniel experience is what the people in my office say. I'm like, well, I can never take your experience that you give your clients. And, and they chose you because they chose you. But we're in this together, yeah. right? And I, and I still want to be able to count on you. And I want you to be able to count on me. And at the end of the day, you know, if we need to go out for drinks and vent a little bit, sure. let's, let's do it. You yeah. know, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to enterprise. Um, and I, I truly believe whether it's uh, any any job, any job in the workforce can somehow benefit you years later to oh, becoming man. a realtor. So enterprise, what, what's give me like a direct skill or habit that you formed at enterprise that has really paid off in your in your latest career as a realtor. Yeah, direct skills. So, oh my goodness, I learned so many different skills there that it's hard to pinpoint one. But I'm sure time um, management. I was right? about to say yeah. I, that's an easy go to to where like when you when you start, you are gonna finish, and they expect you to be there on time. But um, customer service. Um, anybody that has worked for that company know how much they pride themselves on customer service. Every month we call it an ESQI. Back when I was there, and it was. They call 100 clients that you service, and they want them to say they were completely satisfied. And they grade you out of those 100 clients, and you had to get an ESQI score of 86 or above. And so everything was, hey, and me being a manager in that branch was, hey, if you don't take care of that client on the front end, then on the back end, you're going to pay for it, right? Yeah. Because they're coming after you. And so anytime that I had a client even come in, I was like, hey, is there anything that we could have done better? Or were you completely satisfied? And even calling them while they're in the rental, like, hey, is it how's it working out for you? So I think that if there's anything that Enterprise taught me was to always take care of your clients because that business that corporation is so successful because they have clients that come back Bingo. and come back and come back and as long as you treat people right they'll come back they'll come back and i mean that's such a fact with it, our industry it's such a fact. i mean it's like it's it's kind of like a tough sell you know to try to sell the long term game but it's just it's so true. Yeah, no, and, and they, they had like this motto that I just thought was genius. They were just like, hey, these are the key things to be successful. They're like, we're going to open and close when we say we're going to open and close. We're going to treat every customer as if it was their first time renting a car. And then we're going to make sure that every car that is reserved is on that lot. And so that was just something that kind of stuck with me is like, hey, you know, be accountable. Like if you say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah. You know, and treat everybody as if it's their first experience with you. Like, even if they're buying a house for the second and third time, you know, treat them exactly how you would if it was their first time doing it each and every time. So, no, those were really good foundations that 
definitely, I, like I said, I can't say enough amazing things about Enterprise. Yeah. Um, and how it just developed me into the person who I am now. But no, that company was was awesome to get my first foot in the door. So tell me, what what are clients looking for? So to me, it just it depends on the client. So like I said, when I came into this business, I knew who I was going to serve. Um, and I made that commitment that I was going to grow with you. And so right now, if you're talking about a first-time home buyer, which that's a lot of my business, or a first-time home seller, what they need is somebody to take on the role of a teacher, mm -hmm. right? Um, because they might ask you the same question a different way, sure, right? Sure, of course. And, and they need you to be patient, and they need you to a answer that question maybe in a different way. And they don't know that they're asking the same question over again, right? right. Um, but they need somebody to take on the role of a teacher, and, and that's exactly what I decided to do is I'm like, okay, I know you're going to need all this information because it's your first time doing it. Um, so I'm going to make sure that you're overly informed and that way you can make the best decision. And it takes away the anxiety because when you think about it, even if you're buying a house or selling the house, you know, you've done it before. Um, but there is a little anxiety, especially now in this market as to where it's, they're scared a little bit, you know, and they need you to make sure that you're going to be there. You're going to do what you said you're going to do and that you might hold my hand, you know, because I don't know what to expect. And I'm looking for you as the professional to take the leeway here. Um, so you definitely need to take the role of a teacher. Um, and that's what I needed, too, when I was a first time home buyer. Well, and I and I think about that quote. You can't compete with me because I want you to win too. And you could apply that to your clients as well. Because your client could be suspicious that she's just trying to get as much money out of me as possible. She's trying to minimize time with maximized profits. Yep. And that's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have to communicate that to your clients. That is not that is not Daniel mm -hmm. Coleman Realtor. That's not how I work. Because I want you to win too. Yeah. I want to do my job as a realtor, but I also want you to just find your dream home. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And so communicating that with my client is apparently like setting realistic expectations. So I'm letting them know that, you know, this is what the market is, right? And it might not be for you. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I, I've even told people, like, I've the longest client I had, which is just so funny because the agents in my office say, like, you know, you take on some pretty hard clients to where I've worked with her for two years. And I, I it's, it's clients that I've worked with for a year, worked with them for six months, or worked with them my whole length of my career. But I wanted them to know that, hey, whenever you're ready, I'm going to be in real estate, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. it's not a rush. You yep. know, I want you to win, and I want to make sure that you have all the information. And if, you know... Right now, if I know that you're a buyer, that you're uncomfortable with doing certain things that I know is required in this market, then I might have to tell you, you know, that, hey, you know, this is what it takes. And if you're not willing to do it, then let's wait then. Yeah. You know. And so I'm going back to your social media. Um, I love the, the hashtag, am I your realtor? Yes. <laughs> you know, I just love how blunt that is, you know. And, I, and, I'm, and it's all connecting. As I'm talking to you, I'm understanding this because... You're kind of just saying, I'm Daniel Coleman, I'm over here. Yeah. You know, this is me being genuine, this is who I am, this is a little of my family, this is a little bit of my, my hustle and my grind, and I, you know, and, it, and it's just, you, you have this brand of Daniel Coleman, and then you ask, so am I the one? You know, here I am, so am I the one, yes or no? And I think that's so, I don't know, I, lo I just love how straightforward that is, and, and I feel like we're always walking the line on, on confident and, and, and cockiness, I but it's, it's not cockiness, it's not, it's really not. And you are attracted to that confidence. Mm -hmm. You're attracted to that, that Daniel Coleman of just like, 
I haven't even met you, but right. I can tell you that if you, you know, link to my wagon, we're getting there. We're yeah. going to get there. So am I your realtor or not? Yeah. You know, are we doing this or not? Because I'm here. I'm ready. Are you ready? And this is no buyer, no seller is left behind. And yeah. so that's, that's exactly what I, my MO is. But I actually, it was funny as I started that quote. Uh, maybe like a year into the business and everybody just thinks that that's just like so funny but it's what everybody I, wants to ask it is right it is i'm like let's just let's just cut to the chase yeah. right are you choosing me are we or doing what? this right yeah. are we locked in or not yeah um uh, but yeah no it's funny because i'll even have clients that say hey you're my realtor. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I, it'd be funny to be like to to see Daniel Coleman's post and be like, I've been trying to say that without saying that for ten years, and this woman just comes in two years in and just cuts right through it. I love it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you, you, it's so obvious that you're you're driven and you're fueled by passion and optimism, but there's got to be those nights where you're kind of just, you know, a little off track, you're, you're some negativity's getting in. So in these two years, you don't need to get into specifics, but how have you kind of combated that and how have you kind of right, you know, righted the course to get back to the Daniel Coleman that's, that's here today? So it's, it's definitely me making sure that I'm pouring the right information into myself. And so just recently I decided that I'm going to own my mornings, right? Mm -hmm. So what that meant to me was is I'm saying every morning what I'm grateful for. Like I said, I'm listening to podcasts and I just got a personal trainer because I'm like, what goes along with making sure that I am still good, I'm ready to go, and I'm positive, it's my health, right? And everybody will say, like, health equals wealth. So it was me just making sure that, Everything that I'm pouring into myself and everything that I'm doing is positive, right? So I have a lot of positivity around me and even the friends that I choose, right? I'm very selective as to like kind of who's coming around me because totally. we have to control our peace is what we say. But no, even me working out as much as I hate it, I hate going to the gym. It's oh the my worst. Goodness, it is terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, do I really want this? You know, I have to ask myself every yeah. day. But even my trainer pushes me and he holds me accountable, right? There you go, sure. and, and that was something that I needed that it, it's just making me go to that next level, right? As I'm like, okay, you know, what is it that I can, you know, tweak a little bit and make sure that I'm staying mentally okay? Like that Danielle is still always centered. I'm always humble and I'm still able to give you a great experience. And it is me just making sure that I'm taking care of myself. And right? you know what? You're living your best life. <laughs> this is all there is to it. I'm just going to tell you. I mean, seriously, I, I was just thinking like, man, it's so great. She wakes up and talks about everything she's grateful yep. for. Mm -hmm. And that anecdote about your daughter. And mm -hmm. that, I mean, that really is like so important. Like, yeah. At some times in life, you have to realize, okay, what is really important here? Yeah. And of course, it's always going to be the kid, right? Um, so I just want to ask you, what is the inspiration? I know you talked about gratitude. I know you talked about listening to podcasts. But even Daniel Coleman moving to East Chicago when she's in 13, what, what, do you, what do you credit for really kind of giving you these tools that, I mean, not only have they made you well in your mind mentally, that you seem really balanced and well, but it's also paid off professionally. It yeah, seems yeah. like it, it really is winning for you i mean everything about it is, is is a positive impact on you so what do you credit that then and today yeah so it, it's gonna sound like kind of cliche but it, it is my mom i was gonna say i mean i, I feel like mom needs a shout out i know i know and, and she really doesn't get enough credit for everything that she's done but just seeing her over the years and she's always been a hard worker right and then not only that 
my mom is one of the sweetest people that you will ever meet. Some people have met my mama and they're just like, oh my gosh, Danielle. Like, I didn't think I could find a better version than you, but that is, she's it, right? She's yeah. it. Um, because she has literally been the person to where you can, like I said, come over her house. She's going to feed you. She's going to pour into you. She wants you to win. She wants you to do better. And just having her as a mom has been just an amazing experience. Even now, like some of the things that you wouldn't even imagine I'm telling my mom I'm going to do, like she's like, do it. You know, just go for it. Yeah. Right? She, she's like, go for it. She's so supportive. Right. Um, but no, she's one of my biggest mentors. But like I said, Aside from my mom, I just have some really great, amazing people in my life. And even my clients, I even tell people, they were just like, Danielle, like, your clients just let, I'm like, they're amazing, aren't they? Like, I'm like, they're amazing. Um, just being surrounded by just some amazing people and being able to, like, stretch myself and put myself out into a, a greater comfort zone that I'm, I'm really not comfortable for. Like I was telling you, I was like, this is outside of my comfort sure. zone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, you're challenging me, right? And, and you are in my circle. So I really appreciate that. And I'm really just thankful for everybody that I have crossed paths with and that I haven't even crossed paths with yet. Right. There's a sincerity about you that's really mm. attractive. And mm. I think that really is. And, and, and it's not something you read out of a book. It's, no. it's just who you are. And it's been a path this entire time. So the next question is, well, and I, and I also want to go back. I want to go back uh, uh, when you said, you know, your mom is your biggest inspiration. Yes, she is. Well, I'm going to say this in 15, 20 years, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaliyah's on a podcast saying I the exact know, same thing. Right? And you can be listening going, uh-huh, I told you. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, right? That's the goal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so two years in, uh, I mean time management and all those great things, but you're managing to be successful, you know, in the, in the, in the field, but then you're also investing in my board and your industry and all these great things with real and next gen two years in, how do you define success? Right. That's a great question. Two years in, how do I define success? Because people, people actually come up to me and they give me much more credit than I even sometimes take. Because I was like, man, like, I, am I really, you know, a success? You know, am I really successful? Because I wouldn't say that I was where I want to be. Like, I, I wouldn't say that that's where I want to be yet. So I I even said, I was like, in my head, I'm like, hey, he's going to have to invite me back to this podcast on year seven and year 10. Because when I was listening to the other interviews, um, even like Ted Biden and Regina Jones, uh, people that are in my brokerage that I know. And I'm like, man, they have so much just wisdom and knowledge. And they're just such good people and such good results. Oh, my goodness. Just, yeah. you, just, you interview some of the most amazing people on this podcast. And then I'm like, okay, where do I fit in, right? And so I hate to measure my success with someone else, right? Because I always say it's me versus me. So when I think of success, I think of, you know, me being happy. Yeah. Me being financially stable, um, me being able to have a good name that kind of lives on and that people actually know who Danielle Coleman is. And they're like, oh, man, like she's an amazing person. Like she helped us. Right. And whether that be in a real estate transaction or whether that just me, me giving information or just at the gym, just like, you know, telling somebody, hey, you had a bad day. Let's talk about it, you know, but just making sure that my legacy stands the test of time and that I'm always true to myself. And that I am always, always, always just kind yeah. to people. 
And I also want to go back to uh, when you, you were talking about hopefully uh, someday your daughter will be near the workforce yeah, or applying and that your name, your legacy will have some sort of positive impact. Mm -hmm. And that's that sincerity that I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Because, I mean, what parent doesn't want that? I know. You know. What parent doesn't want, essentially, your kid to be proud of you, right? Mm -hmm. Your kid to think, man, my, I had such a good mom and she worked so hard for me. And then the fact that your name could be a legacy, it's, it's, it's all, I love it. And then I love the sincerity of... Yeah, I started doing personal training. I hate it, I but I'm still doing it. And it's just like everyone listening goes, yes, I know. I know. Like, I hate it too, but, you know, it's for the greater good, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so you said your current chapter is defined go uh, from good to great. What's the title of your next chapter? Right, and everybody asks me that question. It's a good question. Just, it is. It's a great question, right? And so, um, going from good to great, man, this is a hard jump. I am telling you, it's a long chapter. I swear, it's gonna be a very long chapter, but it's gonna be an interesting chapter because I am already stretched outside of my comfort zone. Like I was saying, even in my first day at Real, it was. I can tell that's gonna be a life changing. Um, it's going to be a life-changing thing to go through because I literally learned so much about myself that day in one day, right? Yeah. Then I have, you know, in years. And so the next chapter would be, man, it, it's, it's such a hard, it's such a hard question because I'm like, man, I, I, I'm still not at great yet. So the next chapter would maybe just be like, um, that's it. That's the end. The know? end? Yeah. <laughs> I've hit greatness. Well, I've hit greatness. Like, yeah, what's what's next? You know, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I'll have to, like, uh, ask, think about that and have to come back to it. <laughs> well, I mean, Danielle, you're, you're definitely someone who embraces the present. Yeah. Which I think is important, you know? I think everybody lives on this five-year plan thinking, I'm not going to be happy until yeah. I'm blah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're going to keep setting these five-year plans and you're never going to live in the moment. So, hey. Let's 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 title that chapter when you get there. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Why don't you focus yeah. on getting to great right <laughs> getting now? Getting to great, and then we'll worry about titles. <laughs> it's a long chapter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel Coleman. Thanks for being on here today. Thank you.